Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? I got a question. You got any excuses tonight, Roy? Let's not ask questions like that. Let's test the go to work. Tonight, Roy. Let's go to work. You don't know shit about boxing. Welcome, 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 welcome. I got some bad news. Welcome to the Cheap Seats Boxing Show. This is JP, and Angelo has taken retirement, you know, so it's going not, it's, it's, it's a sad day, I can tell you that. Uh, I've been trying to do this for a week, and it ain't came out because, you know, I'm going to miss doing a show with him. So that's the reality of the situation, but we're going to have to press on with this boxing, okay? So I'm going to get back. I'm going to get to the fights this week, and I'm going to get back to last week. And he, he'll still be on Twitter somewhere, so, so don't think he won't be there. So, you know, just shout, shout him out, you know, when you hear this. So, of course, we got um, tomorrow's fight, Tank Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz, which I think is going to be a great, great fight. You got two fighters who are known for two particular things. Um, this, this is a fight that's made for interaction. So if somebody starts taking steps back, either they got a great game plan or it's over for them, right? So when, when Tank gets comfortable, he drops his hands, he squats down a little bit, he moves his head from side to side. When Leo gets comfortable... When he's out of range, he starts shaking his hands. I think this is the kind of fight where the minute one of those guys get comfortable and starts doing their thing like, I got this, the other guy is going to turn it on. So this is going to be a fight where they absolutely uh, get tested. Now, as there are advantages for both of them, yes. Um... Tank's power is definitely an advantage because Leo is coming up in weight. So that definitely gives him an advantage as far as, you know, the power and the size thing. Not so much the size thing, but the power aspect. And he's actually in shape now. Like, the one thing I got to say about this particular fight, and Leo is a professional, so that's, that, that's you don't need to, even need to say that. But... This looks like a fight where the fighters actually respect each other so much that they really trying to work their way, their butts off to bring their best foot to the, their best foot forward to the table because it's a pay per view fight. It could go down. We love it, right? So that being said, Leo has an advantage because what's going to wind up happening is his output. Tank has better defense than people give him credit for, but, you know, that's one or two shots. 
Leo is not going to be throwing one or two shots. So head movement isn't just going to cut it. You're going to have to, you know, um, block with your hands, your elbows. You have to stay in the pocket a little bit because too many shots, one, two, three, four, five, like yeah, he might not be able to uh, counter as, as best as he probably could against somebody who might throw one or two punches because he knows there's a third or fourth coming once Leo is um, starting. He's not like a, a pot shot, one-two kind of guy, really. So, I'm going to love it. I can't wait. Um, my prediction, I'm taking Davis in a decision. Well, I take the, yeah, well, no. Uh, yeah, because when you get two type, two type of fighters on the top, top of their game, you normally don't get knockouts. But you know what? Forget it. I take Davis by knockout in the ninth. And, but I think this is going to be one of the best fights of the year. You know? And like I said, the only reason I'm taking him because he, he's in that weight class and Leo moved up. That's pretty much the gist of it. But, don't be, but Leo might give him trouble early on. Don't be surprised if he gives him trouble later on. The question is, the biggest question is Leo's volume is great, but can his power keep Tank at bay? That, yeah, if it can, it could be a bad, an ugly night. But I'm taking uh, Tank in nine. Inui is fighting Maloney. Now, everybody knows who Inui is. Y'all know this is not, this is not good for anybody because he's a monster, you know. So, NUE is fighting Maloney. Um, what's on the line? The WBA Super, the IBF um, Championship. I think NUE is going to do what he does in the Ring Magazine Championship also. He's going to do what he does, a.k.a. beat the brakes off of the guy. No disrespect to you, but you, everybody knows what you're getting in the ring with. I'm not going against NUE until somebody until after somebody beat him. Cause <sighs> he ain't one to be played with. So I'm gonna take NUE in five or less. <laughs> you know? Cause it's gonna be a real, real, real fight. Real fight. Now, that's gonna be on um ESPN plus. I forgot to say. You know, Tank and Leo, that's going to be on um, Showtime pay-per-view, which is going to be interesting, right? It's going to be very interesting because of what, what goes on. So, the last fight, well, well, I, I take that back. I take that back. We got to talk about somebody on the undercard. Rougarou, pro-grade, is fighting, what is it, Herlades, um... On the undercard. So this is kind of his return. So let's be prepared for that. And it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be pretty good. Because I'm guessing he's going to come back with a vengeance. And it's going to be a problem. You know. So. And. and um, God dog. His opponent is undefeated. Undefeated. So this is going to be interesting. Also, on the undercard, 
Barrios versus Carl. You know, I don't know if you would consider this a, um, a tune-up fight. You know, because he's in the um, 140. He's an undefeated fighter. You know, good record, decent knockout percentage. He's going to have to really, really show up on this card today. Or tomorrow, rather. But I can't wait to see him. Now, as far as Inui goes, that's going to be, how can I put this, interesting. Because ultimately, it's not who he beats tomorrow, in my opinion, because he's going to beat Jason Malone. It's who's going to be next on the list. What is he going to do next? Because everybody wants Inui to have these bigger and better fights. And something happened uh, last week that I'm going to talk about also. But let's go past that and go to a big interesting fight. Which Which I mean big and interesting. Heavyweights. You know, Usyk versus Chisora. Now, Chisora is what what um, will be looked at as the stepping stone to if you can beat this guy, you're a viable a heavyweight. And Usyk, you know, came up in weight, so he's um, he's going to be interesting because the thing about Usyk is he's a great fighter, and he's 33. Chisora's 36, so you definitely got the age on him. But can he deal with the, the, the power of a heavyweight? I'm not too sure. I think he could deal with it from Chisora because I think he's just a better fighter than Chisora. He could, he could put him at bay because of his age and his skill set. But what actually is interesting about this fight is how he's going to win. Because I'm thinking he's going to win. If it's easy for him, his name is going to, they're going to throw him in the hat with the rest of the heavyweights. And don't be surprised if somebody like Tyson Fury changes his mind and fight Usyk after this fight. You know, you know he fought Steve Cunningham before, so you, you got to take that into consideration. But if it's, if it's difficult, don't be surprised if other heavyweight, you know what? Don't be surprised if Tyson Fury take that fight either. <laughs> but don't be surprised if other heavyweights just jump on it because the name will get them a little bit more recognition alone, even though um, Usyk is not a natural heavyweight and he, he's coming up. And they'll just try to be the first to give him that O. So for me, that's going to be a great, great fight. Uh, I'm taking Usyk by decision, you know, somewhere between the 8-4, uh, 9-3 round. That's how I look at it. Now, how can I, how can we do this properly? So last week, you know, everybody know what went on. And the reason I didn't do, do a podcast about it last week is because um, Angelo was like, you know, I'm, I'm hanging it up, bro. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But I couldn't. I just couldn't get it out. I had already predicted that Tia Fimo was going to win by knockout, though. So I didn't get the knockout. But definitely got um, the win. So 
going back to Teofimo Lopez and um, and Lomachenko, basically that was a fight where you know Lomachenko waited too long to get into the fight and he was down and he had to make a comeback. He he competed to come back, but he was too far down to come back. And Lopez was was a fighter who is was going to take it from the champ, and that's exactly what he did. Now, after that, they're gonna have they're having a, the issue with shoulder gate, and something happened to his shoulder. Well, that happens, you know. But I'm not, I'm not gonna take any credit away from Tiafimo Lopez because of it. Because guess what? Nobody took any credit away from Loman Chico when he fought. Um, um, come on, uh, El Chacal, and he said he messed up his hand. We didn't see no surgery about that, but that's a whole other story. Same thing about Nicholas Walters. When he beat Nicholas Walters after like a, what, year and a half layover that they they were trying, they were throwing his career under the bus, nobody said anything. So it counts. So in this situation, it counts. Say what you want, but it counts. Personally, I think he, you know, people's like, I wonder why Loma Chico's not really trying to, you know, press the action in the beginning because he felt that power. That's why. That's why. You know, he knew something was going to come back at him that wasn't going to be a tap. So he had to, you know, he had to pick his spots. And he got so far down on the cards that after a while, he was forced to just go at it. So it is what it is. He lost. Congratulations to Teofimo. Yes. You know, Chocolatito, uh, he won um, on the 23rd. Uh, Who did? Oh, man, my goodness, my goodness. I can't think of the guy's name off the top. It was Gonzalez versus Gonzalez. That's the hilarious part about it. I'm trying to think of the guy's first name. Oh, man, man, man. Israel, Israel. Israel Gonzalez. So it was basically, you know, Chocolatito basically overwhelming. Up by 10 on, I mean, 8 by 1, you know, 6 by, you know, 1, um... Four by another, but he basically did his thing. He basically did his thing. Estrada beat Quadras. You know, it was the 11th round stoppage. And that was a dope fight. That was a dope fight. So you, you have this scenario where you're dealing with fighters who are, um, how can I put this? Who might be primed to start fighting each other again. You know, now, during that whole process, it was somebody in the mix that everybody spoke spoke about. Because the real um, star of the show was Edgar Berlanga. Another first-round knockout. Whoo! I mean, whoo! <laughs> Jesus! Jesus, Jesus! Lord, don't do it. So he coming. You know, he said, like, give him two years. He'll be ready for um for Canelo. Uh, uh, uh. I can see that. I can see that. But his reputation is preceding him. And to the point where either people are going to try to take the challenge because he's early. And they're going to try to take him down early. Or they're going to they're gonna dodge him. But his star is rising to the point that you, that his name is going to have to be mentioned. So, big guy, strong guy, the question is going to always be, since he's 
blazing everybody in round one, can he can can he last? You know, past four, which is a legitimate question because, you know, he hasn't been there. But we shall see. We shall see. He he probably trains for twelve, so that's going. You know, he's going to be ready for twelve. Now. There's something else in the mix. And that something is this. Floyd Mayweather talked about too many belts. And we on Cheap Seeks Boxing Show have talked about that too many times where there's too many belts. And it's messing up boxing because everybody's a champion. And one of the issues about this is at the end of the day, you're going to take the legitimacy away from somebody who's a champion because of so many belts. You keep making up belts. You know, and the reason why I bring that up is because going back to the Tiafimo, uh Lopez and Lomachenko, Lomachenko <laughs> incident was, you know, Lomachenko is still technically the franchise champion. So, he's still a champion, per se. He didn't lose any. You know, he lost some belts, but not all belts, right? Oh, by the way, I thought it was dope that the WBC started giving the trainers a belt. So, so Mr. Lopez got a belt for a trainer. That was absolutely dope. I mean, you know, I hope y'all don't start charging trainer sanctioning fees, too, because then that's absolutely a hustle. But, <laughs> you know, I... Or add an extra sanctioning fee to the winning trainer or the winning boxer to pay the trainer, whatever it's going to be. But in, in, in premise and in principle, it's absolutely great. But here's the thing this is why people don't like that franchise stuff. You get what I'm saying? Because he could lose from this point on. And now the question is, you know, is he still going to be the franchise champion? Because he's going to be on injury layoff for a considerable amount of time. So technically, he's going to be hurt because he just got out of the surgery. He's but he's still going to be a franchise champion, or is, or is there going to be an interim franchise champion? See what I'm saying? This is a problem, and it's going to continuously be a problem because this is a bad look for boxing. Now, at the end of the day, we do want to see the best fighters fight the best fighters. But I must say, sometimes you're not going to give certain guys incentives to fight because guess what? If he's no longer a number one contender and he's a champion and a guy everybody wants to see him fight as a champion, then what? Who's going to win? Especially if they have the same, a belt in the same division. You get what I'm saying? The same division. I think the uh, wait, if I'm not mistaken, now that I thought about it, uh, that's going, that's not technically going on right now with Tank and Leo because I believe both belts are up for grabs. You know, because I think, um, if if either man wins, they win the guy's belt and their respective weight class, the, the, the weight class that Leo came up from also. So 
I believe that's what's going on because Tank looked like he lost some weight, so I think it's to make that weight also. Um, but we shall see. Anyway, get ready for a great weekend of boxing. Next week is going to be a great week of boxing also. So we'll be back. Well, I'll be back. It's still hard to say we, uh, look, I, I, I still can't get over that, okay? But y'all have a great, great day. This is where the fighters fight and the fans commentate. And we do it just like that from the cheap seats because we ain't buying no tickets, goddammit. Peace. Again, I'll be the next heavyweight champion. Call me crazy, but no one can fake me. I'm the-